Let's go. We see that hype outside. Right from the house. Uh. Took it straight from outside. Straight to the couch. We put the mic outside. And we're live. We're back with Mesk Club Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the Scarface. face. Your boy, Scarface. And today we got a special guest. But before we introduce her, we got Jules. What up? We got Weecho. What up? And we got our nuclear engineer, Angelica Mata. Hi, guys. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. You yeah. nervous? I'm excited. You excited? We're excited, yeah. yeah. So. I mean, we're excited to have you on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Lots of things just, to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, how you been? It's been a while since since we've seen each other, especially with all this COVID, COVID going around. Stuff. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking on my way here, like, how... I think when I saw you the most was at school, like when oh, yeah. you were in yeah, at I the sub. <laughs> you were always there, like she was always there studying, mm-hmm. doing her homework. But good times. Yeah. When did you graduate again? <laughs> um. So I graduated in 2007 with no 2015 with my bachelor's, and then I got offered an opportunity to go back for my master's, so I graduated 2017. 2017. Yeah. It, it took. Did it take that long to? Yeah, so when I started, it was like, um, so there's a background story to this, but right now, like, it's just, uh, I was going part-time and then full-time and then part-time, so that took me a while. So my bachelor's actually took me, like, eight years, okay. which is, like, oh, wow. girl, yeah. <laughs> get it done. And you still got it done, though. Yeah, yeah, right. and I'm glad I did it the way I did um, and just worked out better for me, but, um, but yeah, and then um, my advisor which I got to meet during my bachelor, she uh, she actually offered me an opportunity for, it's called a graduate research assistant, hmm. um, GRA. So basically, they you work on a project and they pay you for that project. And then um, you also get like a stipend, which is they pay you on, like if you were working. So oh, okay. it, was, it, was, it was good opportunity. So I was like, yeah, I better go back because you don't get this opportunity right. every time. So Yeah, so before we get further into your story, mm-hmm. are, are you from Idaho Falls? So I was raised here. Um, I was actually born in Mexico City. Um, came here when I was like around five, five years old, six years old, mm-hmm. um, which was like 1995 when we got here to Idaho Falls. And I've been living here ever since. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. we met back in in high school, I think it was. Yeah, it was high school. So it's been a while since we've known each other. I know, mm-hmm. Julio. Al- almost like with Julio, because yeah. I've known him since we were 15. Mm-hmm. And I just turned 32 today. Yeah. Oh, I know. Happy birthday, <laughs> oh, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. So it's been a it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Because I met Julio in high school too. I think we right. probably met around the same time. Yeah, because I remember in an IF, I had a drafting class. Remember the first right, hour, second right, hour. Right, right. So I go and I saw like you and like Monica and um, Ramon, Ramon and Bailey, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, so yeah, yeah, and then we were like in a quinceañera, or we were gonna be in a quinceañera. Oh yeah, something yeah. happened. Something happened. Yeah, yeah. Who was for? I think yeah. I remember too. I, remember I, I think I dropped out of that one. Yeah, I think because I I wasn't I ended up not being in it. Um, but it was like we used to practice over at Freeman Park. Oh, that what, big. Uh, wasn't it? I don't want to say your name just because of privacy issues, but mm-hmm. I think I know who you're talking mm-hmm. about. I ended up leaving it that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, just because I. I you you get busy with other stuff, <laughs> yeah. and then at that point in time, you'd rather go yeah do other stuff than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did be out of practice. I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. So so did you go to did you go to high school or not high school but college right after high school? Uh, I did. Um, it's crazy how things have happened with me. Like um, I want to say I'm pretty um, 
lucky lucky or blessed you know like the way things have it's uh, always time yeah right? like the per- yeah perfect timing um so um my plans after high school were like well i can't go to college you know and um i first generation i have no background like i have no idea what college is like i just know you know you go there get a degree but you don't know everything like you mm-hmm. have to apply you have to do all these things take a test and um I don't know where this counselor called me in while I was in high school. And um, she was just like, hey, you know, I just wanted to talk to you about college. What do you think? And I was like, well, I would love to, but I I don't think I can. And I told her everything. And so she pretty much helped me. She paid for my um, my fee, you know, like application fee. So she oh, paid wow. that for me. And then uh, she kind of guided me and. You know, here I am. Mm-hmm. Dang, <laughs> gotcha. yeah. That's dope. It, it, it's weird how you find like those people that will actually help yeah. guide you without any benefit to them. Yeah. So or like even really knowing you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even really they just you. see either they see something in you that mm-hmm. yeah the potential or yeah and you know, it's, isn't that crazy how sometimes well at least in my case sometimes I feel like and I'm you know like I know I have people that mapoyan um, or you know right. like they oh, yeah. they mm-hmm. support you with everything but. Sometimes it's like strangers, people you don't know that oh, go yeah. above and beyond Support for you. The you. Most. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I'm really thankful, blessed, you know, I'm always thankful for all those people that have helped me through this like journey because it's been a journey. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. I I can relate to that because uh these guys always like down to do whatever, like no idea is a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, like let's do this." And uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then they'll be like, "Let's do it." Like the podcast, I mentioned it to him. Like, yeah, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. And look, yeah. A few episodes later, like here we are. And the same with the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And then even people that you thought were gonna be like super supportive, ended up not being supportive. Mm-hmm. And it's a bunch it, of random people yeah. that you don't know or barely even know. Yeah, and that oh, they're like, oh, I love what you're doing, like, and just things along those lines, which is weird, but you tend to learn that. And even like. Me seeing you become a nuclear engineer, that's, I feel, like, super proud for you, like, especially because yeah, you're thank you. <laughs> Latino. Like, we, we get a bad rap sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but. yeah. And not only that, but it's like, you know, if you come from a first-generation, um, you know, you're, you're a first-generation college student, it's, it's hard because we don't have somebody to go to, like, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. like, um, how did you do it? Or, yeah, or, exactly. Like, how, how was it for you? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, unfortunately, you know, our parents didn't have that opportunity, so we can't ask them because they wouldn't know. Right. So, um, so I mean, I I try not to, like, I don't really like to make a big deal out of it, you know, like, mm-hmm. I have a nuclear, but I, I know it's a big deal. Girl, make you know? a big deal about it. <laughs> I will but, make a shirt. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you read the title again for me, please? <laughs> Does it um, say nuclear? <laughs> okay. But, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I know I, it's, it's actually, like, so I'm working at the INL and um, at Whole National Laboratory, for those that, with acronyms, we're really bad with acronyms. Yeah. There, but, um, so, it's, it's a humbling experience working there, finally, um, because you meet so many, like, bright minds, you know, mm. and so it's like, dang, you know, I still have that much to go, mm. like that long way to go still like when you got hired were you kind of like nervous you're like what if i can't do it and like what if uh, yeah so i guess i mean now since we're talking like i guess it's a good time to you know what i messaged oh yeah yeah, go ahead ahead. so um i actually i was interviewed on local 
News A, like Channel, what is it? Local News A. Local News A. So a lot of people Sponsored don't know podcast. this. Sponsored <laughs> <laughs> um, But I was, I did it anonymously um, because it's it's scary, you know, especially, you, you don't know people that live yeah, here. Yeah, sometimes you know? people like are, like they put you down. Or, yeah. I don't know, that's weird. Yeah, and mainly, so I guess I'm saying this for the first time, like publicly, like I am actually a dreamer and so... Meaning, you know, I had no legal status here. I was brought here, um, and thankfully by my parents, I was brought here as a young child, you know, from Mexico. Um, no legal status, and, you know, I grew up like that. I had friends here, and um, so right now, thanks to, you know, uh, President Obama's um, deferred um, action, which is DACA, mm-hmm. um, deferred uh, arrival for childhood, like people that were brought here um, when we were young, I was able to get a working permit, and that's where it all started for me. This was like, what, 2012, and I was actually going to cosmetology school at the time in college, and so when that happened, you know, I I was able to get a permit that allowed me to work uh, legally, you know, like, it was just weight off my shoulders, and it really helped with college, like scholarships, getting, you know, a decent job, um... It allowed me to get my cosmetology license. And so, you know, looking back at that and then seeing where I am now, it's like, dang, you know, I'm I'm here, you know, like yeah. pretty much like, you know, Drake's song started from the bottom. Right, here, you know, right. and like it's it's just a good feeling for me um, knowing that all the struggles, you know, like it, it's paid off. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of surreal. But but yeah, so I'm a, I'm a dreamer and happy mm-hmm. proud of it you know so how did you feel when they were trying to take it all away because it's oh man just because of the opportunities not just for yourself but the other people who yeah. also could take advantage of it um so i mean when president trump um won the elections like it was such a stressful moment like i still remember you know sitting in my living room watching the news with my dad and I wanted to cry. I wanted, you know, like just everything that was being said at that time, like, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of disappointing, you know, like kind of frustrating. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you my first words were, I can't believe this motherfucker just won. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, it's like, really like America is that the best we have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, anyways. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, mainly like the racism that was behind everything he said, like, People are like, well, he's never said anything racist. I was like, yeah, I can point out quite a bit of things he said, you know. And uh, I just remember like, shoot, this is it for me. Like, he's going to take everything away because one of the things he said was he was going to get rid of DACA, which he tried. And mm-hmm. thankfully, you know, right now with the Supreme Court, it, was, it wasn't. it. So uh, it's scary, you know, like nobody ever has to go through that, you know. Like right. nobody has to like fear, like, shoot, like what am I going to do next, you know. Mm-hmm. And so... That 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 was one of the things, and then just thinking like, damn, my parents did all this for it tall, and now you know, and um, so yeah, that was that was pretty scary. Just thinking like, it, it was all over, and even now, like, it could easily be taken away anytime, you know. Right. So, yeah. Um. So that's that's always in the back of my mind, but yeah, just uh, that day he got elected, you know, it was just like shit, like it's over. And I remember like my dad was like, well, let's go to the gas station to try to get you know like mm-hmm. you know um. Like, keep our minds off of it. And we get to the gas station, and one of the guys, like, that was um, the 
what is it, the person that checks you out there at the, the cash gas cashier. station cashier, mm-hmm. he was just like, he saw us come in and, oh my God, like, I, just, I won't forget that. Like, he saw us come in and he was like, Trump 2020, like, just yelled it out, you know? Oh, wow. And he's like, whoever's not happy with it is going to have to deal with it or they're going to leave the country. So it's like, like, you know, you know yeah. those comments were aimed for us. So yeah. it was like, damn, we were trying to get our minds off of it. And then this is what we come to Makes do. it worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, luckily I'm still here. And yeah. I plan on being here as long as I can. You know, mm. like, this is, I have my friends here, my fa- my family, my life made here. So mm-hmm. we'll see. That's good. <laughs> um, question for you. So... Um, how long is DACA good for? Like when you actually have it? Yeah. So this is the thing. It's two years. Every two years we have to renew. And, you know, like I'm part of this DACA group on Facebook. And when I renew, like the first time I renewed, I got a lawyer and lawyers are expensive. You know, like they charge like 700, 500, 600. Plus you have to pay the $495 to, to apply for, to get the, the deferred action your permit, your work permit. So, you know, every one of us, there's like over, right now there's about 700,000 or more. Mm -hmm. And each, every two years we have to pay that that money. That's a renewal fee Mm -hmm. for it? So 495 is just the fee to apply. Mm -hmm. And then whatever you pay your lawyers or whoever's helping you out. So that's like so much money. Mm -hmm. Um, I tried to renew myself just because it's like, that's a lot of money to pay, you know, a lawyer and, you know, um, there's a risk with that, you know, because if something goes wrong, then it's like, well, I did it, so I messed up. Yeah. And they can easily just deny your work permit because you did something wrong on your paperwork. So um, that's the scary thing. And it's it's kind of annoying, you know, like every two years, like, come on, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're pretty much making profit out of us. Like, yeah. And every time election time comes up, it's like we're the, you know, like the little <laughs> pawn, you mm-hmm. know, we're pawns pretty much mm-hmm. like, oh, this year we're going to legalize you know dreamers you know like or legalize a way to have like a path to citizenship or things like that you know like yeah. we're pretty much pawns so it's it's a little annoying you know and mm-hmm. what, what would you uh tell those people that are listening that are looking to get like like where do they go where can they go like to to apply for daca and things like that just mm-hmm. because some people want to ask these questions mm-hmm. they just don't know who to ask or they just don't want to ask anybody because yeah. they're afraid that um so there's the uh, ucla uh they do a lot of like uh help with uh daca recipients um just online you know like i have like i i've joined like three or four um groups with daca um recipients and you know we all there's links, you know, even if you just Google, like, you'll yeah. find things mm-hmm. will come up, you know. And, um, I mean, I don't know them at the top of my head, but UCLA is the first one that comes here. Idaho Idaho Poder is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really active with that. Um, so, so yeah, and I mean, um, I don't know a lot, but I always try to help, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, if anybody has questions, I can always try to help and I'd always or try even to put them. just the the Facebook groups. Yeah, everyone's Facebook group. willing um, to help. Either. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like DACA renewals on Facebook. Um, there's there's even a group like that. It's like traveling with DACA, so we're able to travel within the United <laughs> States. You know, because before that we weren't even like it was scary to even travel out of state. Right. Cause, you know, you have no license, mm-hmm. you have no legal status. Like, so um, you did see a lot of like 
DACA recipients start traveling because we were able to. Like, I, mm-hmm. um, I want to say I've, I took advantage of that for sure. <laughs> well, that's good, but, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, look at you now. Yeah, for sure. So but. we also had some questions. Did you have another question, Luke? Um, yeah, so with, um, for DACA, you know, how did that affect and help you in your education, you know, being, being in it? Um, so going back to how I started, like when I, um, when I graduated high school, that was the main reason of why I wasn't going to go to college because, you know, we don't get financial aid. It's just private, you know, private scholarships that we're able to get. Um, so there, there are some states like California is a big, you know, like DACA defender. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're able to like get private scholarship loans. Like I actually took out loans from, um, a bank, but for the most part, it came out of pocket, you know, Mm -hmm. like mainly financially, it was what, what was hard. Um, and to this day, I'm kind of thankful that I didn't have to take out loans because it's like. I'm debt free right now. I don't have to pay um, student loans or anything. So that's good. Yeah, but uh, that was that. I I mean, I think it was like the year that I started college. They actually changed the laws here in Idaho, where if you weren't um, a legal citizen or had a legal status here, you were you were gonna have to pay out of state tuition. So the year that I see, this is what I mean. Like things worked out perfectly mm-hmm. for me. Like the year that. Um, I applied to college and got accepted, I was still able to qualify for in-state tuition as an mm-hmm. Idaho resident. That same year, um, you know, lawmakers were like, nope, you were a dreamer, you're going to pay out of state, which is like, what, three times as much? Yeah. Yeah, so. Pricey. It, it, it's hard, you know, and it's like, not only do we have to worry about college, you know, school, and but it's like the financial burden, you know, that not only, that's on. It's not only on you, but your parents. You know, my right. parents helped me a lot. I would work summers, like I'd work two jobs, three jobs, and save up during the summer, and then that's what I would pay for, like my school, my tuition, my books, things like that. So that that's been the hardest part of going to college, you know, like or with DACA, having DACA. Um, what else? And just like um, at least in nuclear, you know, like. When I went into it, I didn't even think, like, you know, national lab, you need status, legal status. So um, when I graduated after college, it was so hard to find a job because everything that I applied for was, like, you know, you need to have a U.S. citizenship Mm -hmm. to apply for this job because nuclear, you know, nuclear is a pretty, um, you know, like, how should I say it, like, of government work, you know. So most of the work there, they don't want foreign nationals to be working there. Yeah. um, that was hard. So it took me like about two years to find a job to finally get a job at INL. I actually worked at Meluca right for a while, a so mm-hmm. which I'm very thankful for to Meluca. Like I, I love that place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's that's pretty much been like the hardest part. Like um, having to deal with you know like shoot, how am I gonna do it next semester? Like am I gonna be able to? Will I be able to apply? You know like for DACA again? Like. Mm-hmm. Just having that in your back of in the back of your mind all the time. So not just that, having to like worry about paying for it and like, yeah, all the like money just everything that goes yeah, into like, it. Like you know, people could afford to. Like I remember talking to people in college, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna pass that class. It's like, oh girl, I gotta pass <laughs> it because that's like another you know, uh, seven hundred dollars yeah. for it, class. It, it's or. different when you pay for it though. 
Yeah. Like somebody who gets uh, scholarships or somebody else is paying for their college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, more uh, lean. They're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But when you're paying for it yeah, out of pocket, you're like, no. When you're sweating for it <laughs> yeah. and you're working Literally. hard for it, you're going to be like, yeah. no, nah, I'm like. Yeah, because yeah. uh, even like my classes, I'm all sitting there doing the homework and all that stuff, like trying to get the best grade I yeah. could get mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm paying for this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if I'm going to pay for it, one, I'm going to pass it. And two, I'm going to try to get the best grade I can. Because you know? yeah. I remember some people would be like, oh, C's get degrees. And I'm like, yeah, but you also but, didn't try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And honestly, like, I um, I got, I remember I got a C in one of my classes, but this was like, it was like Calc 2, Calculus 2. And man, that stuff was like, you know, <laughs> over my head. So um, it was just like, shoot. And I, I remember I got a C and she's get degrees but when people look at it like it's like yeah she got to see in that class well especially in 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 the field that you're going into it's it's completely different so i talked to my parents i was like look i'm not happy with those like that result that i you know that final grade i'm gonna retake that class and we took it ended up getting like an a minus but nice you know like just things like that like shoot like i have to work extra hard or now i'm set back that would set me back like a semester if Mm -hmm. i missed a class because I was also here in Idaho Falls so we weren't traditional you know college students because we were here in town at the um IF campus which is like um ISU and U of I together and it's a much smaller school or yeah much smaller school so we'd have to commute to you know um Pocatello and which is 45 minute drive (laughs) for those that don't know yeah so it was like you know, it was it was hard. I remember pulling all nighters like <laughs> crazy. But what's crazy too to think about is that if you would not have retook that class and gotten that A minus or or anything like that, all those following things that happened later on would not have happened. Yeah, if you would not have took that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think things happen for a reason. Yeah, and so I'm glad I did. And you know, I'm I was. I actually got got the class more. Like, I was so confused in the first semester mm-hmm. taking that class. But after retaking it, it's like, okay, I got this, you know. But, um, yeah, that that's hard, too. And then also it was hard, you know, with, you know, not being able to have somebody to go talk to. Like, what is this? You know, a lot of the stuff that I learned was, like, I saw, like, um, my peers, you know. Like, they would tell me about it. Like, oh, this is where you go, you know. And. Just not being able to ask somebody, like, mm-hmm. what do I do in this mm-hmm. case? So, but um, like I said, I, um, my advisor, Dr. Uh, Dunzik Gauger, um, Mary Lou Dunzik Gauger, she, she helped me so much. Like, she's the one that, you know, was able to get me that GRA. She, she guided me a lot through my bachelor's degree, you know, like, check up on me. Like, she would email me, like, hey, how are you doing? You know, yeah. when she saw that I did, um, I remember I was doing so well in that class for the entire semester, and uh, I bombed my my final. And she's like, "Hey, like, what's wrong? You know, like, what happened?" And I I was just like, I honestly don't know. Like, you know, like I I know the stuff, but I just like at that moment maybe it was like those nervios, you know. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's like, "I'll I'll give you another chance. You know, like, just come retake the test." And I retook it and I passed. You know, so 
it's people like that that I'm like, damn, like I'm so she thankful. She was like a for great them. mentor for you. Yeah, huh? definitely a great mentor. That's and huge. She actually helped me get my job at the INL. So, oh nice. Yeah. So shout out to Dr. Gauger. <laughs> so, there you go. what made you go into nuclear? Um. So it's funny. I when I was younger, um. I wanted to do like fashion design. Like, I have my little <laughs> booklet of like um, things I've drawn up, like outfits and stuff. And then during high school, I remember I was more lean toward taking like STEM classes, which is science, technology, um, engineering, math classes. And so math has always been like my favorite subject. Like I could do math all day if I wanted to. But um, so in high school, I took an aptitude test and I it just like everything it was like a wheel I remember it was like a wheel listing all the things that you could go into mm-hmm. and like three out of the five things that it listed was like engineering so it's like ah oh, yeah that's what I want to do yeah so then when I got to college like there was like like five different five or six different um engineering disciplines in there so it was like chemical civil mechanical um nuclear what was the other one? Computer programming, which is, you know, like, um, kind of, it's a branch of engineering. Um, so I tried computer programming, and I remember the first day of class, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is too much for me. So I dropped that class, and um, I started looking, like, reading up on each discipline of engineering, each branch of engineering, and it was, like, nuclear. And, you know, everybody thinks, like, everybody thinks, like, um, nuclear bombs as yeah. soon as they think nuclear, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And that was my first thing. I was like, oh, yeah, and bombs, you know? Like, <laughs> sounds cool. So I started researching it more. And um, now it's it's not it's not even, like, you know, nuclear weapons anymore. It's more energy. Like. Yeah. So I was like, well, this sounds interesting, you know? I'm, I'm a big advocate for, like, environmental, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, keep the environment clean. And nuclear is actually, like... Yeah, it has pretty, less impact. Yeah, on, like, yeah. On as the, far as like other yeah, energy, yeah, it's resources. clean. It's clean yeah. energy, but I think a lot of people don't support it because they're afraid. Cause just because like, nuclear, nuclear bomb, nuclear yeah, bomb, that, you know, that the nuclear word it just has a bad stigma. Yeah, since, like the bomb. Uh, you you attach it with bomb. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Reason. So know? is that the only reason why is it that's not being pushed as much, or is there other? Um, does it take longer or no? So it it is um, expensive, but. Mm. Um, you know, right now there's new technologies like, you know, they're trying to find ways to make it easier. So nuclear power plants, like they are expensive to mm. make. Um, so sometimes it's like uh, it would take years so just to a get lot that of profit upfront back. cost yeah, yeah. to later have longer benefits. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. So um, right now they're trying to make technology where, you know, let's make these nuclear power plants smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to make micro reactors, mm. which are so much smaller than what's currently available Mm. and they would last longer they're trying to make their testing materials you know that are gonna last longer with the conditions of a nuclear like nuclear power pretty Mm. much um so yeah so that's uh that's what a lot of people i feel like are afraid of you know Mm. like you know like nuclear power like the you you relate nuclear power with um bombs yeah but there's energy, you know, clean energy. And then another thing is the misinformation, you know, like um, radiation. Another mm-hmm. thing, people are afraid of radiation, but it's nuclear power is so safe, you know. Yeah, there's been accidents, but 
a lot of those it's have been human like error. The, the beginnings of it of really um, testing in it, or it was it's been human error because like um, the it. system, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So the systems like when they make nuclear power plants, they they have to go through this whole process before they're actually approved to even start building. So safety, like safety, is the number one thing in nuclear. Like it's so safe and. You know, like, a lot of people think that safety means, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. there's no accident. But then it's like, well, then what's the point of safety if, you know, you want something to be 100%? Like, then we wouldn't be using the word safety. But, you know, like, everything, like, in every um, work, every, um, you know, chemical plants, you know, coal plants, you know, mm-hmm. those are all dangerous, too. Yeah. But um, I just feel like it's the misinformation that it's like, well, you know, yeah, there's radiation, but it's so contained that you get more radiation from going on a, like having a plane ride, you know, like going on an airplane than from a nuclear power plant. So, yeah, so that I, I get asked that a lot, like, you know, is, you know, do you get exposed to radiation? Yeah. And it's like, I work in an office. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I feel like it's fear, misinformation, and um, that a lot of people don't know much about nuclear um power so a lot of people are trying to call it atomic power because that's where mm-hmm. nuclear comes from it's coming from the atom of a uranium element so um i think that i think that's one thing that we as engineers need to do like inform people with yeah. you know the right information and use the right word you mm-hmm. know like the right terms yeah you know like um let's see like you know nuclear waste and stuff mm-hmm. you know people mm-hmm. are like Oh, it's contaminating, you know, a lot. But it's like it's contained, it's safe. Again, like when they make repositories where they put nuclear waste, it's there's so much like um safety margins that, you know, engineers have to comply with before it even goes. It's like a whole process. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so safe, you know. Like <laughs> Yeah, it actually brings me to one of the questions we had on Instagram. Um uh, they asked, is nuclear engineering dangerous? No, and I mean just like everything, ever, every, wherever you work, you know, like you can work like at a, I don't know, jerky factory. Like, you know, I used to work at a jerky factory and um, we'd have to put like meat in the oven, you know, and those big ovens. And it's like anybody could easily get stuck in there. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it just it's it's not dangerous at all. Like I said, um, there's a huge process where it has to go through different people before anything's approved, you know, like, um, it's tedious sometimes, like, even just moving, like, a sample from, you know, one, a glove box, which is where they work with radi- radi- radioactive samples, just moving it to, you know, uh, another glove box that's, like, a foot away from there, like, they have to go through so much paperwork, like, mm-hmm. so much safety, like, um, you know, working at INL, like, we have to do so much training you know like every you know three months or so things like that um but it it, it's super safe and I want to say it's just like it has its risks like any other job any other um engineering discipline I think um but yeah like the like going back to the um accidents it's been like human error that um that those accidents haven't caused so every system has worked the way it's supposed to but for example uh fukushima in japan when that uh, tsunami hit 
Uh, one of the main factors was, so everything shut down in the, in the reactor, everything shut down like it was supposed to, um, the system worked how it was supposed to, but when the tsunami hit, it cut out the power and the emergency generators were actually placed in the basement like of the reactor. So it flooded those. Yeah. So it flooded those. So there was not there wasn't that emergency backup power to to kick in. Keep yeah, to keep like the cooling of the reactor. So things like that. It's like um reactors work how they're supposed to. They're they're made so they're super safe. But sometimes, you know, human error is like (laughs) why would you put it in the because wasn't it on the ocean too? Like yeah, it was on the next ocean to the line? ocean. So yeah. usually reactors are trying, you know, they try to put them next to bodies of water so they could use that water to cool down um. the reactor. So that's why you see a lot of reactors that are close to rivers or oceans. Um, but yeah, so that that was one of the main issues of why that accident happened because. They didn't take account yeah, of a, but, but, a tsunami. Yeah, but, also, <laughs> but, but also now they can learn from that. Like, yeah. oh, we yeah. probably shouldn't put them in the basement now. <laughs> exactly. Somewhere where they can actually... Further back. Or, or yeah. use something else where it won't go out like that. Exactly. And you, you learn, you know, yeah. after that, you know, like they've come up with new regulations. Yeah. Like, you know, a certain reactor has to have this. So it, it it's learning experiences, yeah. you know. And I feel like for... The most part, like it's good because now we know, you know, yeah. like what we need to prepare for, and so. Um, but yeah, it sucks just, that it happened to happen like yeah, that. But you know. Yeah, and um, honestly, like, well, I don't. No, no person died from that. From that accident or incident from radiation or specifically because of the reactor, like people died because of the, the tsunami, tsunami, you know, or the earthquake, like. Um, so, I think I read that. One person actually already had cancer, so they died. So, you know, later, but it wasn't related to that accident. Mm. So, um, just things like that. And a, a lot of times, the media, you know, yeah. puts it out of proportion. It, they they try to scare people. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look at the whole COVID thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> That's a whole different story. So we also had somebody that, like, I don't say people's names just to respect their privacy. Yeah, but fine. She said, "Keep inspiring the world." Oh, thank you. Thank and you. then, uh, what is the most rewarding part of your job right now? The most rewarding part? Um, just learning. Like, it's frustrating. Uh, so I was, uh, it did take me like two years to find a job. So, you know, those two years, if you're not practicing what you're doing, you forget a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. And the most rewarding thing right now for me has been that I forgot a lot of things, but going there, like, to the job that I have, um, just knowing, like, dang, you know, I did this, and I keep learning more. That's mm. that's always been a big thing of me, like, for me, like, just to keep learning. And being there, it's rewarding to know, like, dang, you know, after all those struggles, I'm still, I'm here, I made it, but it's not like I'm stumped. Like, now it's like, it's not a job where you get there, well, yeah. here I am now, like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, but it's more like, it's continuously like changing, Evolving, and, right. yeah, and um, and it keeps it interesting, and, and yeah, it keeps it keeps you interested. interested. And, and that's a, that's what like I feel. I feel like that happiness stems from it. It stems from like you growing and learning, yes. and also giving. But it, you know, it helps to like be always be learning and evolving. Yeah, and it's been re- it's been rewarding because of my parents. You know, like it's not I did it. Like we did it. You know, mm-hmm. like thanks for your hard work. We're here and. 
that that's actually you know like been my number one like you know this is to my this is for my parents mm-hmm. like i everything that they left behind in their country like um family you know friends like they did it for me and you know it paid off like mm-hmm. here here we are um but yeah and then just working with like bright people like man like <laughs> you know like i have a coworker and he's super smart and um it's just nice to see like dang like you know like this is what we do here yeah. you know like it's it's just a great feeling and learning from them you know like um and that's what i mean about being like being humble about it like it's like i still have a long ways to go like i still have so much more to learn like and it's it's always going to be like that there i'm always going to have something new to learn and that's what that's for me that's rewarding experience for me like everything yeah um, it, it brings me back to that question were you nervous like when you first got hired on to the to work there like were you yeah. intimidated and like, yeah yeah it's it's intimidating sorry i just totally deviated oh, no, no, from no. that question no, but, you're fine. um yeah um so you know being a minority uh mexican uh woman <laughs> you don't see that like yeah. it's, um but i know i know is a good place to work for they're they're trying to expand you know diversity there like and they they advocate for that and they've been so helpful you know and like it was intimidating because it's like dang well i lost two years i i don't remember much you know and like I don't want to be like the person that's you know always asking like what do I do next what do I do but um like I said people have been so nice there like you know my managers like my coworkers are always willing to help but it, it was intimidating um I was reading this article about like it's called imposter syndrome but a lot of Latinos like we go through that like minorities you know like like sometimes it feels like we don't belong here yeah, you know? like you this put yourself is, down you're like yeah, uh, like, it's like, just um, something in our head, yeah. like, dang, like, I shouldn't be here, like, I don't belong here, and I think for for a moment, that was one of the things that was, like, scary, like, damn, yeah, am I going to make it? Well, it has to do with everything, though, like, when, you know, like, Trump saying, no, don't bring the bat, yeah. or, like, that kind of, that negativity is already yeah, in us, so then exactly, yeah. that, that just affects it. Uh, besides, I mean, besides, you know, like, we all have a little voice in our head that, you know, sometimes yeah. try to put, puts us, like, mm. puts us down, yeah. but... And then you have that, and then, like you said, you add things like, you know, Trump supporters, you know, or, you know, people that are, like, not all Trump supporters, but, like... Some. People, yeah, most, <laughs> you know, some or most, but it's, like, they just, they make you, you know, like, de bajan los animals, like, you yeah. know, like, it's like, shoot, like, maybe I'm not meant to be here, maybe I should, because I've had those thoughts, you know, like, sometimes I'm like, damn, I didn't know that, you know, like... Yeah. Or when I'm learning new things and just like terms, I was just like, I'm not familiar with that term. Like, what is that? And, you know, I start, I would start questioning, like, do I really belong here? Mm. You know, but, but then again, like you learn new things and it was just like, oh, okay. You know, like, this is what, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like just continuously learning. So, and that, that was, to go back to your question that I think that has been the, the scariest thing, like. Just walking in there and not fitting in, like, yeah. you know, so. That fear of that you won't fit in or this mm-hmm. not. Yeah, because or... I, I get that all the time. Uh, when I start working with companies, like, doing videos for him or the, when they reach out to me to try to negotiate for something, I'm like, am I in over my head? And like, yeah. You know, like, working with big companies, mm-hmm. you're like, what if, 
am I even supposed to be doing this? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I had that, I questioned myself too. I don't know why. So before I got this office, mm-hmm. the the one I was going to get before, that guy was, oh yeah. when I first called him, super nice with me and everything. And then when we met, I walked into the building and he was like, can I help you? Mm-hmm. Knowing that we were going to meet at that time. Yeah. And I was like, we're, we're going to meet. He's like, oh, oh, okay. So he was showing me the offices and everything. He questioned, he's like, oh, the last person we, that was here had like lights and all this, all this equipment. And I was like, I have them too. Yeah. You know, just questioned everything ever since he met me. Because mm-hmm. I showed up with just like a shirt. You can see my tattoos. I was in shorts. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just didn't. Just a stereotype. Yeah, yeah maybe I didn't look the part for yeah. him. It was yeah. an older guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then finally he was, I, I couldn't be there late because he said, you can't be in the building late. You know, and things like that. And then I was just, you know what? It's not going to work out with me. With Luckily that day, uh, somebody else contacted me. He's like, oh, I heard you're looking for a commercial spot. Mm-hmm. And he helped me find this one and... Like, he was super friendly. Even the landlord here is super friendly mm-hmm. with me. And they don't question. You, you didn't get that. that but, bad. yeah, when he was, like, questioning me, I was like, am I even supposed to be doing this? Like, mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you start questioning yourself. Yeah, definitely. And and that's one thing that, you know, like you said, you question yourself, like, not not being up to date and with everything that has changed. You know, in those two years, technology changes so quick. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, walking, I was like, shoot. I don't know anything, like, I forgot everything, you know, but, um, you know, I know has been, like, they're really all about professional development, and I consider myself an entry-level engineer because, you know, I got my master's, but I never had that work experience, like, yeah. I never got that experience, and that's one of the things that was also scary because I, I had gotten, like, a, a small internship, but it wasn't really related to what I was going to school for, and so it's, like... I didn't have all the experience that a lot of people have, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, so that was, that was pretty, one of the things that intimidated me the most, like, damn, like, I don't have this experience. And I feel like people already, you know, like they have papers written, like 10, 30 papers written, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, I have zero. Um, but they've, they've been working with me. They've helped me. I actually got my first paper published so that was pretty oh, cool nice. yeah was like, yeah thank you guys so it you know like they they've been helping me with that so that kind of, that fear has slowly been fading and they work a lot with like um and by they i mean like my managers and stuff at yeah. inl like they they um they do a lot advocate a lot of like professional development so even though you're already working there they still want you to do more like they still want you to get more education because like you know you like i said you just never stop learning like Things new things come up, so they want you to be up to date and to be in the field that you're interested in. So yeah, that's been nice. so we also had a, another question uh, based on your program, like your schooling. Mm-hmm. How long is, of a program is it to become a nuclear engineer? Would you um, say like if you were just gonna sit down and go through it? Yeah, so I mean, if you go exactly through their your four year plan, I mean it's four years, but. It doesn't take into you have to take into account like when you start where where do you place on your math level like mm-hmm. so you have to take a test to place you like what level years of math you're supposed to start um, because in the four year plan um, it starts you at like you know pretty much top level like you always start with calc one mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to take like algebra like intermediate algebra before that so um, I want to say like if you're going full time and 
putting in the work. I want to say like four to five, six years is the average. Um, four to six years. And so... This um, is with generals? Generals, yeah. Okay. With generals. So, yeah. Um, I don't know how much it would be without the generals. But I want to say like half of that because generals are pretty inconvenient <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> just it's be like, honest like yeah, yeah, yeah some of the classes i'm like why do i need to take this yeah why is it required i know <laughs> when i was already set to go to in like do nuclear engineering and then they're like yeah you have to take psychology class I was like, why <laughs> you're like what okay <laughs> luckily mine or philosophy too I took philosophy. yeah ph- philosophy I like, i'm like that has no relation to media but okay we'll take yeah, it we'll take it yeah luckily i didn't i thought i sucked at math because I would always say I sucked at math, and that's because I never tried. Yeah. And then as soon as I actually put the time and effort yeah. into it, I was like, this is kind of easy. <laughs> and I'm so glad you bring that up because so a lot, one of the things that I get a lot, it's like, you have to be super smart to, to do engineering. And it's like, oh, man, like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know me that well. Like, I'm, I still have so many things that I struggle with. And, like, I was like, I don't consider myself, like, the brightest, you know, or smartest person or smart, smart person. Um yeah, you know, like, you have to try. Like, I remember with the class, like, I had no idea in that class. Like, I was so lost. And I worked at ISU as a, what is it, the people that control the video for long-distance learning. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was there, and they were pretty chill. Like, they let me do my homework there. And so um, I honestly, like, I would go there, set up everything, and then just start doing homework, like, studying, like, I would pull all-nighters and then just, like, I just, I had no social life. People would invite me, like, let's go here. And, you know, my parents would have, like, get-togethers at the house. And I'd be in my room just studying away. Well, that class, people fail. And I got an A plus in that class. Nice. Because, nice. you know, and it was just, like, and that's what I tell people. Like, I tell people, like, dude, like, you don't have to be the smartest person, you know. Like, it's a lot you of just, sacrifice. Yeah, you just have to be able to sacrifice time and yeah. put in the effort. Like, you'll get it, you know. Like, you'll get it if you're actually putting in the time. And that goes for anything, you know. Like, yeah. you, I always see you post that things like that. And it's like, it's true, you know. You, you just got to you gotta be willing to put in the work. work. It's not so much that you're smart. Like, I, I'm the same way. I don't think I'm smarter than, uh, there's way, smarter there's people, people way smarter yeah. than me. But I'm willing to put in the work to learn yeah. and to, like, so I can do it, too. Yeah, so have that commitment. Yeah, you, know? you got to have that motivation. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of self-motivation. Yeah. Like self, cause discipline. Without, yeah, and discipline. Without that, you can't really do it. Do anything. And, and it, yeah. where, I, where I think I saw that myself in myself was going to the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm always there. Like, I ditch people. I yeah it's gym first you had already built that mentality. yeah i built yeah. that mentality up and so like now like with all my media stuff mm-hmm. it's that that like yesterday all i did was work mm-hmm. people were out they're like what are you gonna do for your birthday and i i for, i literally i'm being honest i forgot it was my birthday earlier mm-hmm. this week <laughs> some guy was like at work at tops he was like hey happy birthday on the on the weekend i was like and i was sitting there thinking I was like, oh, shit, my birthday's on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and even today, uh, my mom was like, what are you going to do for your birthday? I was like, I got to go work. She said, like, you're going to work? I was like, yeah. But like I told Julio earlier, I was like, this is fun to me. Like, I enjoy doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, the editing is a long process. Yeah, it's hard sometimes, but I love it. Yeah. It's your passion. Do you, yeah, you'll, you'll, I like you do. Exactly. Like, it's, and that's what I, that's one thing that's like, well, first, you know, you got to love what you do. Like, yeah. it can be stressful. Um. 
but at the end of the day it's gonna make you happy so yeah. oh my gosh like i've there's there was times and even at work sometimes i'm like stressed like i have to get this done i have to get this done and you know you're pulling out your hair but at the end of the day when you get it done it's like damn yeah I did you got those you days know, like you know, dang I did like i love doing this <laughs> yes yes like um so but yeah i'm glad you brought that up you know like it's just a it's not nothing's impossible you know it's just a matter of it's just in your head yeah because I would always, like I mentioned, I would just say, I'm not very good at math. I'm not very good at yeah. math. And that's because I wasn't trying. Mm-hmm. As soon as I actually took the time and, like, listened to them, how they were, do it like this, do it like that, mm-hmm. took some notes, put, like, actually put my head into it. Yeah. I was like, this is easy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, those times you saw me at the sub, like, that's, <laughs> like, I would go to the sub at, like, um, like, nine in the morning get out there till they closed it's like they're pretty much kicking me out yeah. you know? <laughs> but yeah it was those were hard times but i mean it pays off it really does pay off like i miss so many you know like outings with friends i miss time with family but now it's like i sit back and i enjoy those times like you know like, but they also got to understand you know what i mean like if they didn't those are the wrong people oh, yeah. around you oh yeah if they get upset that you're oh you always do that or you can go out one night mm-hmm. and, yeah but they don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Which leads me to the next question. Would you do it all again the same way? Oh, yes. In a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I've, I've been asked that by my dad. Like, he, he's always been, like, really supportive. And, you know, when he saw me, like, you know, he, he saw me at my worst. Like, I would cry. Like, I'd have, like, nervous breakdowns just because of how stressful it was. And um, after I graduated, he, he pretty much asked me that same question. He's like... After going through all this, you know, would you do it again? And yeah, my answer is the same. Yes, I, I would because it's it's paid off so well, you know, like yeah. in all aspects of my life, you know, professionally, um, you know, I'm enjoying my life. Like I, I'm, I really am, you know, like I'm, I'm good, you know, like so. Yeah, I would definitely do it all over again. And I, I like I try to help people, you know, when people ask me, like, yeah, yeah you know, like anything I can help you with, like. Everybody needs to enjoy this, you know, like, mm-hmm. right. you know. Yeah. We, and then also, like, you give them the truth, too. Uh, what what I mean by that is, like, people will ask me how to start something. But I tell them just to use, like, their basic phone. Because this, like, the whole editing process, mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people quit. Because I know somebody who l- likes what I do, too. But then, like, saw the process and to get a video or to oh, get, yeah. like, a photo. And they're like, yeah, that's not for yeah, me. Yeah. Kind of like when you walked into that one class and like you're like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Like this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and um, you have to know like to know when to be like, yeah, this isn't for me because you why would you want to be stuck yeah. with yeah. something you don't love? You know, right. like, and that's one thing. Like my dad has always been like, well, si no te gusta de halo. I remember, so I went to cosmetology school because my mom was like, do it. You know, like just try it, and I didn't want to do it. And then once I started, it was like, oh, this is fun, you know, like, it it was like a hobby for me. And, like, but, you know, she was always like, si no te gusta, déjalo, you know, like, you can always leave it. Like, nobody's making you or forcing you. And so, you know, yeah, it's just a... And that was during the school, too, right? You were going to school and then also doing hair and stuff like that, so... Kudos but, to you, you know, for yeah. kind of doing yeah, both. So ladies and gentlemen, like she was going to cosmetology <laughs> yeah. school and she was right yeah. her nuclear. That's, that's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I feel like. A lot of people, a lot of kids now have a hard time with is like 
just trying stuff or like really deciding on a career path and mm -hmm. sometimes going all the way through it and they're like, I don't I even like, like this, this. Yeah. or starting it. I don't even like this. Yeah. You see a lot of people do that. And, and it, it's like, oh man, it makes me feel so bad. Cause it's like, dang, you know, like they, they know they wasted time and, and it's like, well, you know, nobody forced you to do it, but yeah. I understand that sometimes, you know, we feel that pressure. Like, I yeah, can't do it is hard. Life, you yeah. get drilled in, like, go to school, <laughs> go to school, go, go to, school. to college, and then get to work, and that's it. Yeah. And it's now with so much technology, you don't have to do that. You know, Edgar, he could have not gone to school and just still been doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, and I always tell people, you know, like, you know, like maybe college maybe isn't necessarily for everybody because yeah. I know so many successful people that yep. haven't gone to college and mm -hmm. it's like they're doing they're doing pretty good yeah. and so so yeah it's just a um I try to be honest with people like you know when they ask things like that like about cosmetology um I know somebody asked me about like maybe doing barber school and I was like look listen I I love doing hair but do I see myself doing that Exactly. The rest of my life, you gotta probably not. You, you know? gotta ask yourself that question, mm -hmm. and you gotta be honest about it. Be like, yeah, I can't. No, yeah. if you're not like, yes, because mm -hmm. you you cut hair. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm a barber in. Yeah, yeah, and but that's like the thing that you love. Yeah, you know, and you know? that was just out of out of luck. I just tried it. My uncle's already cutting hair, and mm -hmm. I just happened to like it and found a side that I like to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, like, for me, I was like, I love doing men haircuts, but then it's like. Being on your feet all day, mm. you know, that, that it's tiring. So mm. I thought about that, like, yeah, I love doing this. Like, it's a like a little side hustle, you know. And thankfully, I, I'm glad I did it because it helped me. Like, you know, I do haircuts during the week, and that would pay for my gas to yeah. commute yeah, or you, you know go. food. So you know, like, I always try to tell people that too. You know, like, yeah, go for what you're doing, but also think about you know Plan B. You know, mm. like you never know. Like nothing's for sure. Right, what can happen? Yeah, so. Um, for me, it's always been like, well, you know, if engineering didn't work out and I would, that's something I would they fall back on. Because yeah. mm -hmm. you actually got your license, right? Yeah, I got yeah. my license. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, keep that updated just in case. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Uno nunca sabe. Yeah, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> I feel like you can do that too. Like you did it and a lot of people are like, no, that's going to take a year and a half of my life. Mm -hmm. So you have a long life. Yeah. Everyone thinks you got to have it done before you're 30 or before you're 25. Oh, yeah. Like you have a long life. Yeah. It's yeah. like all right to take that long. Yeah, you can it, start up college in, when you're 30. Yeah, because oh, yes. I, I, yes. I started back up. Well, I went right after high school. Mm -hmm. So I was like 18, 19. Well, I'm 18 since I was the, the younger side of my class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I did, I was too focused on partying, hanging out with people, and my, my grades were really showing that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, school's not for me. Yeah. But then I, I went back uh, when I was like 28, mm -hmm. 28, 29, something like that. And... Then that's when I was like more motivated to do mm -hmm. it, and you know, yeah. So it it doesn't mean you have to do it right away, but yeah. I, I went back later in life, and yeah, when yeah. I have so no ready. issue with it. And yeah, and I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because you know, like everybody thinks somebody I don't know who came up with this timeline. Yeah, but, that's you what know, I was saying. Yeah, eighteen, you know, you this have is to, drilled <laughs> in your head so much. You know, you're like, that's eighteen, you have, have to, to start it. college. By twenty-two, you have to have your college degree. You know. Your twenties, you have to get married and, and have, yeah. a have a kid, and you know. Yeah, and I hear that all the time with clients coming in, like, "Oh, I'm just going to business school," and it's like they don't like sound excited, excited about it. About and I'm like, "Well, what are you gonna do with that?" And they're like, "I don't know." Yeah. My 
I, and sometimes if they do ask me, I'm like, dude, just go like travel or go live somewhere else and yeah. work odd jobs and, and then come back. And then, cause sometimes you find what you're really passionate about mm-hmm. through that experience. Yeah. So I had one of the, one of my, um, peers in college that we actually, she did nuclear engineering. Well, she was in her forties. I want to say her early forties and she started college when I started college. Mm-hmm. So I was like 18 and then. She was in her 40s, and we, we we got along pretty well, and we would help each other with uh, school. Well, come to find out, she's married, has a full-time job. She's going full-time to school. And then um, she had, like, six kids, I want to say, five or six kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she had a, you know, she had a handful. Like, yeah. she had a full plate, and she managed to graduate um, with me. We, we both graduated. Um, we graduated together, and... She was able to find a job. She actually moved from Idaho to New Mexico to work at Los Alamos National Lab over there. And it was like, and I always tell everybody her story because it's like, if she can do it, like, you know, like, you know, there is no, you know, like there's no limit. There's no, like you said, it's all in your head. Like, get it, puede, you know, get it, es poder. So you have to be, you have to put in those like... It, know, it, like, it's weird when you like after you experience it it's like if you actually want it and put in the work yeah it can happen oh yeah you just have to put in the work even though in those days that you don't feel like doing mm-hmm. it or like you feel like it's not are you you're not going to be able to do yeah, it yeah you just, just like got to yeah because even when i i started i mean all the i had to take some generals that i never took mm-hmm. so there was like kids in there that were like 18 and i'm over here like 28 29 and you're like shit but i'm like nah i'm gonna yeah i'm, like, I'm gonna do it I'm going to do it. But then you also start seeing there's older people there. There's a guy that retired that went back to school. Yeah. And he he's like 60 something. Just He's like, oh, I just wanted to get a, a bachelor's. Yeah. It's yeah, never too late. Not? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, never... I, I don't understand who made this timeline. Yeah. I, I hate that. When, <laughs> like, because uh, my parents are like that. Uh, they didn't understand all this that I was doing before it mm-hmm. actually started getting big. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, you need to like figure out what you're going to do with your life and do something because they didn't want us to work over where I used to work uh, our entire life. So she would always, she didn't understand this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But she's now, like, yeah, <laughs> she's like, and like, stuff like that. But now they came the other day uh, to oh, take really? pictures of my nephew and she's like, oh, this is nice. And like, they're starting to get, because I was explaining to them like the companies I've done videos for mm-hmm. and they, it's it's really profitable and mm-hmm. it's I love doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she saw that I love doing it and she understands it. So, um, some Hispanic parents are like that. Yeah. They're like, when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I used to work at Great Clips. Once I got my cosmetology, so I got a job at Great Clips, and um, you know, I had like Hispanic um older people come in to cut, get their hair cut, and you know, like their first question would be like. ¿Cuántos hijos tienes? And I was just like, uh, zero. <laughs> and they're like, really? How old are you? And That's Casal. Oh, and, yeah, 25. You know, yeah. you know, I was 25 yeah. at the time. I think it's a generational thing, too. Because, <laughs> like, that generation, I feel like they get married young. They yeah, kids. yeah, like 17. Then now it's, like, different. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't have kids till way later or something. Yeah, like that. so it was just like, no, I'm 25. And they're like, oh, ¿y no tienes hijos? And I'm like, nope. ¿Estás casada? Nope. <gasps> no, you know, like it was yeah. just shocking to them. It's mm-hmm. like, man, like I'm 25. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, um, but yeah, it's just uh, crazy how 
in our culture, Hispanic culture, like. Especially in our culture, we have yeah. a timeline. Yeah, like, yeah or like they like, have a timeline. In their head. Tener hijos, or yes, the full tren. It's yeah. like uh, no, I'm actually over here enjoying life, but things, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I, I feel like that's part of the thing that we need to. Us that you know get you know we, we've, gotten to this point where let's help each other out. Like you yeah, know, let's help these. You know, in the Hispanic community, we like support somebody like say. Uh, nuclear engineer like everyone's like yeah 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 but then also that we have those like we need to stop setting those timelines because we're also like oh he's not doing anything with his life and yeah yeah we do that a lot i hate it yeah the whole timeline yeah my my grandma would talk to me to do more supporting yeah more supportingly oh yeah like it doesn't matter like you're 28 you want to go back to school do it i feel like it's more understanding the supporting i feel like the support's there it's understanding that you know I don't want to do that right now. I want yeah. to do this, what I'm doing here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's normal to change, you know. Like, I've read stories, you know, somebody that went to school did this for years and then was like, I don't like doing this. And it was a, like a high-paying job. Mm-hmm. And then they go to do something that's not as, you know, like profitable, profitable or, yeah. you know. and But it's something they love. Yeah. Like, it's what they love to do. And mm-hmm. so I'm like. Why not, you know? Yeah. yeah, I remember at Bonneville, there was a a math teacher. He he was a lawyer, mm-hmm. like, well-known lawyer. Mm-hmm. He did really well, but he's like, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, so I, I became a math teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I like doing this. Yeah. I was like, well, that, that's weird. You know, but at that time, I was like, why would you? Yeah, you were young. You're like, well, well, right? that's weird. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, because he was only, it was weird that I was working. He was part-time because he still had open cases. Oh, I see. And mm-hmm. so he would, like, work every now and then and then have subs. But then he's like, I'm going to be full-time soon, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, you think you, you you think it has to be, like, whatever you choose, that's it. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're working out. Like, back where I used to work, I got paid well. Mm-hmm. But I didn't love it. Like you I weren't happy. It. Yeah. I hated it. I but hated here, you're up. here. What like long days, and you're like happy the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yesterday I was here like fourteen, fifteen hours. Yeah, yeah. And you enjoy it. Like time flies, and you're like, well, I can do this more. You know. Yeah. Like when I work at Tops, we work four tens. So after that, I'll go to the gym, mm-hmm. go home, eat real quick, and then I come over here, and I'm here until like midnight. Yeah. And don't really do anything, but I love doing this stuff. But. Yeah. So right now, like I work from home and. Uh, what I do is a lot of computer work and um, so like sometimes like I'll need to clock off like I'll go in at 8 I need to be off by 5 and sometimes I'll just go over because it's like I got this like I, I'm doing this right you know like mm-hmm. I don't want to lose that um, like that momentum that yeah, I mm-hmm. picked up so I'm like I need to keep doing this and sometimes like I'll check and then it's like 7 like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's because you enjoy it you know it's stressful yeah. but you enjoy it so so we got this last question too. Um, I know you you touched on it earlier, and well, you pretty much answered it. Uh, did you find a job right after finishing school? Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it took like two was it years. was it because of uh, your status yeah. or because there was no jobs? So it was a little bit of everything. Um, so when I got done with my bachelor's, I was applying everywhere, and it's funny because I talked. I talk about this with other coworkers and that are entry level and they're like, yeah, like you apply to like, say you apply to like 10 jobs and maybe two of them will respond like, hey, thanks for applying, but you know, we got somebody else or, and then the other half, like they ghost you. <laughs> like, oh, wow. <laughs> they have this habit of ghosting you and yeah. it's like, um, 
and they sent they'll send something like don't contact us we'll contact you mm. and they make it so hard for you to contact them and so it's like you never hear back from them and that was my case so i applied to like tons of jobs and like i remember getting like two emails that were like you know um for this job you do need to be a u.s citizenship you you do need to have a u.s citizenship and so that was part of the reason and then when i was applying i couldn't like there wasn't that many jobs at that time Mm -hmm. And then, again, you know, I was ghosted by half. And so then it took me, like, two years because I actually was just cutting hair from home. I got a place to do hair, and I was doing hair for a while. Then I got a job at Maluka, um, the call center. And my my plan was just to get my foot in the door at Maluka because I know Maluka has, like, a lab. Yeah. And so once I was there for a while, I asked to be moved to the lab and they did an interview and everything and they accepted me. And, you know, I did some of that, which was something relatable to science, you know. So uh, I was happy with that. And then, um, yeah, that had been two years, exactly two years since I graduated. And then um, my advisor, um, she emailed me one day and she's like, hey, there's a job opening that I think you would be a perfect fit for here at INL. You should apply for it. She's like, they don't require U.S. citizenship. So I applied right away. And I think they called me like four, four months later. Like, so oh, it was a while. Long. Yeah, it a took time. a while. <laughs> yeah, that was when I was already at Maluka. So and I had just gotten moved to the lab at Maluka when I got a call from INL. Mm-hmm. And um, I was interviewed. It was scary because it was like. I think I want to say like six people that interviewed me. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it was like, I remember like I was so scared to tell Maluka like, hey, I got a job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dipping out. Yeah. But they they were so nice. And for them, I'm thankful. But um, yeah, so it was two years. It was really hard because of, you know, first of all, my situation, my legal status. um, um, And then also like there wasn't that many jobs at the time. And, you know, like if jobs aren't calling you back to tell you like you're not getting hired then it's like well what am i doing wrong but but yeah and and that not only happened like that happened to a lot of other co-workers of mine like they wouldn't hear anything back from jobs so yeah it was uh it was kind of stressful at the time you know start giving up like shoot yeah even that's (laughs) a process like trying to get a trying to get a job afterwards so because i know some people expect to have like a high paying job right after they right graduate you, that's another whole like you got to put in that work also mm-hmm. to get that job mm-hmm. and i like how you put it all together which uh, i don't know if you realize that the cosmetology license came in mm-hmm. handy because yeah. <laughs> you st- you fell right back on that until yeah. you started working at maluka and then from mm-hmm. maluka then your degree came into effect because yeah. you got were able to go into the lab and then you got a job at the site and yeah so, so it, it all works out like, it, yeah. it really has and so yeah. the cosmetology was not a wasted yeah. time no, or really money no, because that came in not. handy yeah because <laughs> it, it, it's it's different going to somebody your buddy who has clippers then yeah. oh she actually has her license she's mm-hmm. you yeah know, yeah, and I, I learned a lot. Like, I, I mean, in school, you know, they taught us the basics. And then when I worked at Great Clips, it's like, no, this is how you do it. You know, like, this is a faster way. And, you know, so you learn. But, yeah, it was, like, it all felt perfectly for me. And um, just, it was perfect timing. And I I guess right now, like, you know, like, I just want to say, it, you know, if anybody, like, I try to help, especially 
Latinos or Latinas, you know, like if anything I could give back, you know, like to help others, then yeah. I'm willing to do that because we need more of right. us mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yeah, and you can yeah. do it. Like it's it's yeah. it's a little bit of work, but well a lot of bit of work, but <laughs> but it, it's possible. So uh yes. anything you want to end on? Um no, nothing, you know, like I just I want to say I mean, thank you for having me no, here. No, thank you for coming on. Your, your story has been amazing. Letting me spill out yeah. my heart. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just, uh, whoever, you know, whoever's listening, whoever's considering college or, you know, a STEM field, um, just know that I'm willing to help with anything that I can, you know, mis- like give you information, anything. Um, if I don't have the answer, happy to tell you, you know, who to go to for the right answer. So that's what i want to end <laughs> well thank you and also yeah, shout you. out to uh this this podcast sponsor protein fit club oh, yeah. uh yeah those drinks that we had um so we got delicious. some energy ones i felt like it really got me pretty yeah. alert yeah, anyway yeah. <laughs> if you're local go check her out she does amazing drinks mm-hmm. uh she's a local business she's out latina hustling yeah. as well oh, too. Yeah. so i mean we're <laughs> just grinding on. yeah big time hustler so uh again thank you for coming on the podcast oh, your you. story has been amazing i see I mean, I already respected you for where you're at. And it's just like a whole nother level of respect just because of the process that you went through. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it builds character. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, we all have our own story. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, it, And I was, I'm honored to hear yours. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. But thank you, good one. <laughs> thank you for being on. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Bye. Right. Later. Bye. See <laughs>